Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. We're going to take a look at uh, market-moving headlines this morning. Uh, obviously, the top one is uh, the Fed officials raising interest rates by 75 basis points for the second straight month. But there's more to it than just that, Ryan. Hmm, that is correct. So, we've got that coming through, according to the script, another jumbo rate hike. And this is with the backdrop of how inflation, especially in the US, is at 40-year highs. So, that that is just seeing policymakers doing their best to fight inflation and it brings the target range for the funds rate to 225 to 2.5%. And that is pretty much the steepest fight or rather the most aggressive fight in terms of hiking rates since the Paul Volcker era in the 1980s. And Jerome Powell says another jumbo rate hike might be possible. Uh, he also rejects the speculation that the US economy is in a recession. But if you look at the labor market, you've got growth, I think payroll jobs averaging 450,000 per month. That's a remarkably strong level for, for this state of, uh, of affairs. The unemployment rate at near a 50-year low at 3.6%, all of the wage uh, measures that we track are running very strong. So this is a very strong labor market, and it's just not consistent with you know 2.7 million people hired in the first half of the year. Uh, it doesn't make sense that the economy would be in recession with, with this kind of thing happening. So uh, I don't think the, the U.S. economy is in recession right now. Fetcher Jerome Powell speaking there. Uh, hang on, wait a minute. So they're aggressively fighting inflation with yet another 75 basis point rate hike. But he's saying that there are areas that are doing well, so he doesn't believe there's a recession. So stand by, we're going to slow down soon. So pretty much he's leaving the door open for his various options. So he's saying no recession. The economy is well enough to take another jumbo rate hike if required. Yeah. He's going to wait for data to reinforce his decision. But then later on in the press conference, he kind of dialed back on those expectations and did say it might be appropriate to slow rate increases at okay. some point. So he kind of gave the signal that the Fed is ready to slow things down if it is justified. And I think it's a big lesson he learned from back in the day when he said inflation was transitory. Well, yeah. <laughs> so you might remember how that played out. It's not transitory as much as he hoped it to be. And this time around, I think he's trying to give himself more uh, wiggle room to avoid committing to himself to too much on any side of the table. And now you've got him setting up or giving a bit of um, a piece of good news to every camp right now. So less like a banker, more like a politician. Then. Indeed. <laughs> five answers, one way. one. <laughs> <laughs> so a bit of something for everyone. That's how I saw the FOMC uh, meeting. And it looks like um, traders are also seeing some light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to the tightening policy path. Yeah. And looking at what the futures are projecting, Traders are expecting a 50 basis point hike come September. You have to bear in mind, this is two months away. Mm. So we have still quite some time to go and more data to watch out for before we reach that point. So things could change. Actually, you talk about data. I mean, there is potential for yet another one of those debates because we're expecting, as in recession debates, we're expecting uh, US second quarter GDP numbers, uh, I believe, later tonight. Mm. So that's going to be another indication, another round of debate. Are we seeing the US in a recession? So 
by and large, most people would say two negative quarters in a row would qualify as a recession. But officially, the declaration comes from the US National Bureau of uh, Economic Research. Mm. So that is where they will give the overall call on whether the US is in a recessionary state and it will be based on multiple indicators not just the GDP numbers but many people will be watching it and the consensus forecast is for GDP just to show a slight expansion after the first quarter dropped by 1.6%. So there is some downside risk for a potential negative quarter. Mm. But, you know, let's look at the wider picture here. I mean, it's always a conversation about how this affects us mm. here back home. Obviously, the US dollar has benefited from all of this. It's, it looks a little bit stronger. And on the front page of the Business Times this morning, analysts are talking about the impact on Singapore companies with regard to the US dollar. That's right. So on the front page of the BT, you've got the US dollar being uh, featured because of the rise in expectations of rate hikes much earlier mm. and we've seen this coming to some extent so the US dollar has actually strengthened 11% on the dollar index and this is a basket that tracks the euro, Japanese yen, British pound and many other currencies so it's strengthened 11% in that basket so this is something to watch out for but in Singapore's case what's worth noting is because of the MES's preemptive moves to tighten policy it has managed to weather the storm to some extent even though we saw the Sing dollar depreciate 2.5% against the US dollar it has appreciated against other currencies for example euro by 8% and against the Japanese yen by 15.4% and against the ringgit by 4.2% and the Thai baht by 7.3% so it is doing pretty okay versus other currencies. So when you talk about the competitiveness of its imports as well as the import costs that many companies here will have to face, uh, it's not doing too much or not facing too much problems in terms of impact. Okay, but you know, and this is also something that the Business Times is covering, right? SMEs, which make up a large majority here in Singapore, they are already cutting back on capital expen expenditure. And the reason being, you know, so that they can avoid taking fresh loans. Mm, so that's the flip side of it, right? With the rising interest rates and more to come, um, many banks have been repricing their loan rates. So we've seen this play out in the property space. Mortgage takers have had to face higher rates. And for SMEs having to borrow, they have also had to pay higher rates. And if you look at a BT, it shows some examples of how some businesses have had to face these higher rates. For example, the three-month compounded SOA rate or the Singapore overnight rate average uh, was at 1.2% mm. at the end of July 27th yesterday. Uh, that is up around 0.2% from the start of the year. So this has translated into higher borrowing costs. For one company, for example, Kok Tong Transport Engineering Works, borrowing costs are up by 5% this month. And this means you know, borrowing more money will yeah. cost them more and they are tightening their purse strings on that front to avoid taking on new loans. That means they can't hire or purchase new equipment as much as before. So that has implications for other industries as well. If you see people tightening their purse strings, you just see less business to some extent. Yeah. If you want to know more, uh, you can grab your copy of the Business Times this morning to read all about it. Thanks a lot, Ryan. Ryan returns at 7.35 with a finance update. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg 
or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.